You are now listening to the Checkers Podcast. And welcome back to the Checkers Podcast. This is your host, Superstar Dre. I'm here for my co-host. AJ the Diva, please believe her. Okay. And thank you so much for tuning in to episode 18. OMG! 18 weeks in. Like, this is a big deal. Consistency. Okay. Thank you for being consistent with us. Okay. And um, I don't have any Bible notes for this week. Sorry, y'all. We're recording early, so... I got you next week, you know? Um, So, let's just check right in. This week was Kim Kardashian West's birthday. Kimmy! It was a big thing. I was literally on a plane coming from Vegas watching her um, special on E! It was an all-day marathon, and her family, like, surprised her. Because, you know, like, they record, like, everything since birth. Um, They basically, like mashed all of her previous birthday celebrations together. So you like got her her 16th birthday car, which was a BMW, which was my first car. <laughs> so, you know, like it was really beautiful. Just like everything that they did, very thoughtful. Um, Tristan and Chloe are definitely back together. The true, the lie, you know, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, I mean... Um, I was shocked. They like, want to say co-parents so bad. They picked up um Courtney in the car, and like it was just like a surprise to see his big ass in the back seat. So <laughs> I was definitely just shocked. Um, also, this week was Twenty One Savages' birthday, and mm-hmm. Number Libra. They had like a huge seventies theme party in Atlanta. People showed up and showed out. Yes, and I love when people stick to the motherfucking theme. Mm-hmm. I feel the like aesthetics. It was, it was so perfect. It was definitely one of those parties. If you showed up out of the character, you definitely looked stupid as fuck. Dumb. They like rent. Um, Baby and Jada rented like um cars, like lowriders. It was the whole thing. It was a, yeah. It was so cute. Um, Meek had <clears throat> had a little nappy ass wig on. I didn't understand. It wasn't either. too far fetched from his neck braids. Okay, I already seen how bad this is going to be. <laughs> okay, let me get resituated up in my motherfucking chair. <laughs> Dre did not come to play today. Okay. <clears throat> um, also this week in Atlanta, Nija. The girl y'all keep trying to force on me, child. She had a New York theme party for her 25th Ooh. birthday. It was very similar to Jada's party. I think she may have copied on um, the same Ooh. event coordinator, event planner. Um, Fantastic. Yes, that woman. Mm. So, you know, there was a lot of similarities. Um, I did like that she had young BBQ there. Looking a mess. <laughs> she, had a, she looked nice. She had her makeup done. She had a nice lace front. It was nice. Was it nice? Okay, cool. You know, Halloween is around the corner. So <laughs> I feel like she went to Party she City. Does, well, she does Halloween all year round. 
this is true. This is true. But um, yeah, the guest list included Young BBQ, Bernice Burgos, Melly. Um, of course, you know Clarence was there, mm-hmm. and he gifted her with a gift that opened Birkengate this week. Love it. Birkengate is wide open this week. Um, I live for Birkengate. Yes. So he bought her this Birkin bag and g- gifted it to her at her party. Mm-hmm. Of course, the shade room picked it up, and Ooh, the comments child. was lit up. You know. Um, People had so much to say as to, like, whether it was a hand-me-down or he got it from the real, real. Like, no one basically said it was a legit bag. And I believe even Summer Walker had something to say. We gonna touch on her a little bit later. Okay. (laughs) But you should have nothing to say about anything related to relationships. Point blank and period. Um, Let me clear you out real quick. Clarence responded to one of the comments under the shade room basically saying, This is the type of energy breaking brings. (laughs) Hate and bitterness. Because you want one, but will probably never get one. So you downplay others. I mean, I think a lot of the hate comes from him because Clarence, you are a corny dude mm. and you came from YouTube. Mm. That's what I have to add there. I can, you know, elaborate. I feel like <laughs> the hate for him comes from the fact that no one thinks that he actually wants Queen Nija. Ooh. They you think know, he wants man? No. <laughs> <laughs> the streets have been, you know, saying that basically Clarence. He was just an Instagram personality. Yeah. Queen Nigel was a huge YouTube sensation. Mm-hmm. He basically joined YouTube after talking to her. Ah, I didn't know that. And they became like the royal family. Oh, you doing the math. Okay. Yeah. So he actually gets money from YouTube. Yeah. But more so it's because of his attachment to her. Absolutely. Through YouTube. You know, so Because people, they was on YouTube for months talking about, we're just friends. And then came out as a With a, a baby. Yeah. Like, so it's is. a lot of that. The hate comes from that, and then, like, to add the Birkin bag is just, like, adding fucking fuel to the fire. So, I definitely understand, like, why it happened. Um, in terms of the bag, you know, even London on the track responded to, I guess, his comment that went viral, basically saying that no man should be talking about her purses. So, it's... The gates of Birkin are definitely open, and... Even with Sweetie, it was, like, a whole thing of, like, if he's not buying you a Birkin bag or paying your bills, like, you should leave him. So, it's kind of becoming, like, a... Yeah, Sweetie got the internet up in arms right now as we speak, child. Yeah. All the fucking bagless ass bitches on Twitter. Just so <laughs> upset. But I do feel like it's becoming a little weird, like, how... You know, like, back in the days, like, our parents, like, we, they got, like, flowers and chocolates. To like basically stamp on love. Nowadays, <laughs> it's a Birkin bag, an AP. Like it's Hello. definitely definitely up. my bitch. She not in a Patek. Okay, so it's definitely crazy. Like how things just really just transitioned over into a higher end of just gifting in general. Like you have to like really spend a bag to show how much you love. Yeah. Also, I mean tapping into like what sweetie is this whole sensation she is causing on the timeline Mm -hmm. um just about like oh you know why does a man have to we have to also realize that these celebrity couples like you were not in your tax bracket 
So when they say things like this, like, oh, your man can't buy you a bird, apply that to your tax bracket. <laughs> so, for instance, right. follow me, y'all. Follow me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, for instance, mm-hmm. if you are making... Never mind. I'm not going to give you a number, but let's just apply to, like... So, I'm just going to apply it to, to myself. Okay. Obviously, I'm not going to say, like, oh, my partner, like, you know, I'm going to ask my partner for a fucking Birkin bag or a Chanel bag right now. Mm-hmm. We are not there yet. However, we can do a Louis bag, right? We can do something cute. Yes. <laughs> we can do... Yes, a nice Louis wallet. like A little tell far. A tell far. Yes. <laughs> uh, like, give me something. Got you. You get what I'm saying? So, it's like... People are so literal, and I'm just like, do y'all so do y'all not do like the maths, the simple like, maths, the simple like metaphors? Like, so just, let me ask you something: Do you believe that there's a price on love <laughs> in modern day society? This is our checkpoint. This is <laughs> off the, the cuff, off the dome. Do you believe that there's a price on love in 2020? It. And be clear, you have seven past episodes. <laughs> Don't be telling me what I said in past episodes. You said they can't buy you. <laughs> no, yeah, they can't buy me. I, is there a... A price on love in 2020. Like, what do you mean a price on love? Like, to get someone to love, to have someone love you? Yeah, or to, like, get someone to love Yeah, pretty much. Like, no... Okay, so I'm going to just keep it all the way a thousand. Like, mm-hmm. you are going to spend money. Period. In a relationship. In a relationship, period. Right? Is there a price on love? That's a tough one, right? I'm gonna... My gut is saying in 2020, yeah, there is. (laughs) Like, I think that there are certain things, like, when I think about a price, I think about, you know, when we are looking to date other people, like, we want to know, what do you do for a living? How much do you make? Absolutely. I'm not 16 years old where Absolutely. it was cute being a bum, but like it was never cute, it was never to be cute a bum. being a bum. But let's clear that up. But yeah, Please. but you know, some of y'all was bums, but it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. But yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, you need to have shit going for yourself. I need to know that you can buy me the motherfucking Telfar bag. That's only like 150. Yeah, or like 200, you know. You know? know, so like I I'm with you. Like, if we're going to sit here and be like, love don't cost thing, bitch. It costs. Let me show you where to shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you can sit there. And, and like I said, it goes both ways as well. Because, like, also, too, like, with your partner, like, we see, like, Jada Wade. We see Ari spoil you there, 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 Spend a bag on they niggas, okay? So, it's like, if you want to sit here. And I don't think that that means, like, I don't think that that's the only way that, that, that they show their love. But, I mean, let's not act like gifts does not. It's a, it's a it's love, a love language. language. It's definitely a love language, for Period. sure. So if you think that niggas want some heartfelt, or if you think bitches, what save the heartfelt shit, listen. <laughs> I'm all for, like, the, you know, the, the random just because, but don't think you come to me on my birthday with something meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want something materialistic. Period. That Material shows... Hello. Okay. Diamonds and pearls. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I think that was definitely a cute little checkpoint. I would definitely agree 100%. Like, in 2020... I would just and be like, I just want to get to know you in long, long conversations in the car. Yeah, after that, I want to go to a real nice restaurant and dine. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Ocean... Hello, I want to go to Ocean Prom. 
But, but I'm with you 100%. Um, <laughs> let's just jump into New Music Friday. Yes, New Music Friday, y'all. And it's actually Friday when we are recording, so you are getting my raw um, opinions, mm-hmm. as always. And so Ty Dolla Sign dropped an album today. Called, called featuring, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> and that was very fitting. Also, this man really thinks that he's a sex symbol. Did yeah. you see the album cover? He's giving body not. and chest, honey child. Not with the black nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's 25 songs long. Um, I'm going to be very honest. I put on the album and I didn't know I had it on shuffle. Um, and so I listened through and I was really impressed. I really yeah. liked it a lot. Um I felt like every feature made sense, and it sounded great. It was literally last week we called him Sazon. Like, literally. <laughs> and so, so um, I do... Some some of the tracks that stand out to me would be... He has a song with Post Malone called Spicy. Um, he has a song with Little Dirk I really like called Double R. Um, of course, the Nicki Minaj feature is on here, Expensive. He's so expensive, okay. Um, he... Another one that stood out to me as well what, would be Tyrone 2021 featuring Big Sean. It's like mm-hmm. a play on You Could Call on Tyrone. I really like that song a lot. Um, I will say, though, some of the beats do sound very similar. Mm. And so I played his album um, on Shuffle unknowingly. And um, I don't know. I have to go like those are the, like some of the song titles I've read to you are like things that like I that stood out to me. But a lot of the, the 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 beats do sound similar. How was the song with Kanye West? And um, um, I to be honest, I cannot even recall that one right now mm. in my mind. But he has two with Kanye. Mm. Um, but yeah, that but that that's what I said. Like that's like my only like eh, gray area that some of the beats do sound the same. The same. Yeah. So then it's kind of hard to to, differ- to differentiate like the songs. Like mm-hmm. is this a new song or? He probably Never. works well on a certain type of beat. Yeah, it definitely is that. It has given that. But I I think that he has, from what I can see, he has, body he has work. Print, yeah, he saw the body of work. And I feel like these are all people that he has he has worked with. And so nigga came back to collect all his features back. Like, As you should. Y'all niggas is all on my, on my shit right now. As you now. should. So I'm not even mad at that. Um, speaking of Kanye West, Kanye recently posted um, some screenshots of him texting the baby, basically like they're working together now, and the baby. No funny shit. I would never text Kanye. Why? Because he's always gonna post it. Messy gal. <laughs> <laughs> like messy bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um. So basically, he basically asked the baby to join him on a track. The baby turned it over within 24 hours. He posted a snippet of the track. So that's coming soon for sure. Okay. Hopefully mm-hmm. we get a new little flow from the baby. You know he was um in the blogs this week because somebody attacked him about his flow and he said this flow is making him money. So it really is, but it's just like also like you literally whatever. <laughs> Speaking of new flow, Sweetie dropped a What's new bang? song. Okay, Sweetie. <laughs> Um, Back to the Streets featuring Janae Aiko. And talk about New Flow. This sound is completely different from what we heard from Sweetie. I'm happy. Typically, it's the, you know, I'm going to sample this. And and a vague, rough voice with a pretty girl. Yeah, this is a lot softer. She's still talking her shit. Um, I'm sorry. That's like Kehlani. I meant Janae Aiko. Um, 
And I really like Janae's verse. And the song is really good. I think it's cute. I'm not going to say really, really good. It's cute, though. She gave us something different. Because, you know, all the girls was upset. Oh, she got a tap in my type. These songs sample, sound the sample, same. Sample. And mm-hmm. this is different. Um, It's also very, like, peculiar that she, like, throws a party every time she releases a song. Like, it's always some extravaganza. Because she is now she's an bored. it girl. Oh. Like, she's not just... I said, I said she's bored? <laughs> Like, she's an it girl so like everything <laughs> that she does has to be like an event you know like has to be major you know it has to be has to be in the fucking media va 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 okay mm-hmm. so I get it like even though like I really don't care for her music like at all you know like it doesn't move me like it it's never on my phone like literally right now I don't have a sweetie song on my phone <laughs> <laughs> like period <laughs> So, um, I definitely wish her the best with this newfound sound. Yeah, I definitely want to see where this goes. I want to see what the traction is, where this goes. Yeah. I don't know, you know. She's been talking about this pretty, pretty bitch music. Um, I'm waiting for it. I think that this could potentially be a a nice, solid project if she's doing different things like that. Whoops. (laughs) I'm your basic (laughs) bitch. And now let's just transition into our checkup. Into our checkup. Yes. And so, y'all, let me start with, I'm still motherfucking tired of my job. You know, my job right now, it's the thing to be like anti-racist and being culturally responsive and blah, blah, blah. All these nice little words that makes it seem like you're doing right by black people. But I spent the past week at my job. I work in a school where there is a significant population of African students, and we have not mentioned anything about what's going on in these African countries. That's sad. Through and through. Like, I've changed my Zoom background to say in SARS, like, everything, because I, like, need people to see, like, Mm -hmm. right? And so, part of our checkup, um, you know, I saw the hashtag that it's called Africa is Burning, And a list of African countries, you know, I didn't even know that this much stuff was, you know, occurring in these different African countries right now at this, like, very moment. And it just, like, breaks my heart. So, we have Cameroon is going through an Anglophone crisis, Congo, genocide and slavery, Nambia, gender-based violence and rape, Ivory Coast and Ghana is dealing with child trafficking, um, Liberia and South Africa is seeing a significant increase in rape. And of course, Nigeria, they're dealing with the um, special arm um, robbery unit. And, um, you know, all that is coming out with that. Um, I did want to check up with Beyonce did speak out. Yes. But before that, her publicist, um, Yvette Noel Schur. Mm-hmm. Yvette basically gave what we were thinking in terms of, like, not everything needs to be broadcasted on social media. She posted, you know, we love a black screen, white letters. <laughs> Woo. She basically said, not all activists live on social media. Yep. Not all doers look like look for validation nor your approval. Not all work is for a photo op. Mm-hmm. Posts don't make you an activist. We no. all choose a different path to get it done. Blessed are those who do not see, yet they believe. <clears throat> Actions speak louder than words. Stop judging. Literally. And also, you know, Miss Tina, 
also yeah. also spoke up and saying how her daughter is always attacked and which is which is which is true because like damn you do damn you don't mm-hmm. but it's like we know I just feel like Beyonce and Jay Z have have really solidified themselves as doers mm-hmm. and they don't do it for a clout like they've been doing this since before this shit became mainstream and the it thing to do right like they've always done this 100%. like even back into the even before Black Lives Matter, like, in the early 2000s, like, you can find stuff of Jay-Z, like, donating to organizations and helping out with causes and stuff like that. 100%. Just because it's never been glorified and... Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> but the reason why... I'm gonna tie this into Miss Naomi Campbell. Wait, what happened with Naomi? She has, you know, received some backlash because she went about posting... She posted up a picture... Of herself in some, I don't know, elegant show wear. Oh my God. And then want to caption it something related to NSARS. Oh right? my gosh. And then. Read the room. People spoke out and was like, this is not appropriate. Like, this is not how you use. <laughs> like, like, this is not how this you use. This is not appropriate. It takes me out. Yeah, like essentially saying, like, this is not how you use your celebrity to bring light to something. And so, then that in turn went to that. That led Naomi to get on Instagram Live and and, and um, cry into into the camera about cry. how heartbroken she is about what's going on in, in Nigeria. And this I'm like, totally this is, messed my desk. Wow. It just happened to scary past mine. And I was like, oh, gotta catch that one. <laughs> gotta catch that wow. one. Wow. And it's like she was crying. On the Instagram live about oh like you know whatever SARS this that the third, but it was after she was called out, and and it was just like you did a poor that just wasn't the appropriate. But Naomi is like a fame whore. She's like really in that bucket of bitches who like their time passed, but they're still trying to like hold on to what was. Mm-hmm. So it's like and SARS it becomes like one of those things that people you know repost or just hashtag for a clout so I'm not surprised like when she posts her fabulous gown and you know she receives backlash because they don't give a fuck truthfully yeah and so that's that's the catch 22 of always looking to celebrity to give volume and light to to be your activist yeah like it's really sick through and through Y'all, I'm going to go through a couple. We have a couple of disheartening updates. I'm sorry I have to be the one to bear the news, but, you know, this is just how it goes. Did have- you talk about how, like, they found food and oh, um, Legos? Speak to that. There's a whole video going viral about, like, this warehouse filled with food that... And, like, resources, mm-hmm, right? That was sent to Lagos, Nigeria for um, COVID-19 release relief. And the government basically tried to keep it from all of them. So I feel like there's yeah, it's definitely- a lot of talks about like overthrowing the the corruption of the government and stuff in these African countries. It's tough. And I feel like I may even like be speaking, you know, from a weird position. But I think there's definitely something to be said too, because there's a lot of people who aren't from America. And they need to, like, glorify, like, their homelands, like, Jamaica, Nigeria, mm-hmm. Ghana, all these third third world countries, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, the government in those countries 
are way worse than what we're going through now. Like, to hide food from the people is just really fucking disgusting. Yeah. I would like to add one more thing. I think um, Sweetie went on live with a Nigerian singer. I can't remember his name at the moment. But she had a really great live where... I felt like she used her platform correctly. What like she, she gave do? voice to like he as an like he spoke about what's actually happening on the ground in Nigeria. Mm. And I felt like that was really great because she had a lot of people in her lab, of course, but it was also like informative, right? Like she wasn't trying like she was also there to to learn right. as well. And I thought that that was a good use of her platform. Definitely. I like that a lot. Love that for sweetie. Mm-hmm. You can continue. Yeah, I got some more, like, terrible updates. Um, <clears throat> George Floyd. The judge dropped the third-degree murder charge against oh, one yes. of the officers, Derek Chavon. Um, Isn't that you, the main officer? Yeah. And if you recall, a couple weeks ago, we... Um, also updated saying how he was actually allowed to leave the state mm-hmm. um, as he was awaiting trial um, because out of fear of, of safety. I just feel like to kill off innocent black folks mm-hmm. and then not even like I just feel like these days are like the country doesn't even like try to like even like hide the fact that they fucking us over. Or, yeah, like, I just feel like this through and through was weird because basically he had three charges. Um, this third degree murder charge and then the other one I believe was manslaughter. Mm-hmm. And it was another one. So like the other two charges stuck. Yeah. But this charge was dismissed. This third degree mur- murder charge. So I just feel like it was just super weird for them to like dismiss this one charge. You know? Yeah, so, why, why are you dismissing anything? Like yeah, so... That's- but... <laughs> And then, Brianna Taylor update. Um, and this is going to tie a little bit later when I'm discussing my motherfucking um, checkpoint. Oh, gosh. <laughs> when I'm reading Black Men to Phil. Ay, ay, ay. Yay. So, you know, it's coming. Um, so, Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly sat down with news pundit Michael Strahan mm-hmm. at ABC News. And did an interview discussing Breonna Taylor. And honestly, this interview rubbed me the wrong fucking way. Oh, my gosh. Literally, like, he's literally a white-ass man talking Mm -hmm. about how Breonna Taylor has affected his life now. Oh, God. How the name Breonna Taylor is now attached to him for the rest of his life. Because y'all killed an innocent woman. Period. An innocent person. Period. Y'all did not do any of the like y'all did not execute this warrant effectively, efficiently, nothing. <sighs> and he had the nerve to say that he ponders about what could have been done differently. How <sighs> about not getting the warrant because that warrant should not have never been signed? How about actually having the officers actually announce themselves? Even though he's claiming that. He's claiming that the officers had did announce themselves and that they assumed that she was home alone and that's why they gave her so much time to answer and how they repeatedly said police search warrant. But yet nobody else, neighbors, nobody else can confirm that you guys even announced yourselves. It's terrible. Throwing through this is terrible. Like, it was just like... 
he like it was just such a slap. It's just so disgusting. These people should not be getting fucking why? Time. And, for, and furthermore, why is a black man interview? We gonna get to y'all later. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that's my update. Also this week, Tamar Braxton. We have an update for her. Apparently, Joe. you know, we spoke about it a couple weeks ago. How she's been going back and forth with Wee We TV. need to get Tamar her own little segment on here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically this week, Wee TV um, showed the preview of, of Braxton Family Values. Specifically when um, Tamar, the news came out about mm-hmm. Tamar committing so allegedly, allegedly attempting attempting to commit suicide and like how her, her whole family got the news and like how they reacted to it so tamar basically um spoke on this and she said that fuck we tv and whomever else <laughs> is participating using her pain for their pleasure and their ratings apparently she's gonna have an exclusive tell-all on the Tamron Hall show next week. So I'm definitely looking forward to see that. And I'll definitely keep you all updated. Yeah, she unfollowed all her sisters, even her mama. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm excited to see <laughs> what the fuck she's going to say. Like It's given. But also, the, the one thing that I didn't like is that the sisters or Tony came out and was like, we TV don't use my family for blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bitch, you sat down on a green screen and spoke about Tamar. So please. I'm just, don't be acting, why are you acting confused? Like, what? I feel like the situation is just totally messy because they have, like, a contract with this network, but they also have, like, love and loyalty for their sister who's having an Do issue with the loyalty? network. Do they have love? Questions I need answers. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, last week, we gave Ryan Henry from Black Ink Chicago mm-hmm. the checkmate for doing some doing something so egregious unforgivable he slept with his baby mother his best friend baby mother his godson his godson's mother messy fuck yeah messy as fuck however see what happens when we record early because sunday (laughs) the baby mother nina Mm -hmm. she took the instagram and she at first she was like she itched it out but First, her approach was like, yes, I accept full responsibility. Yes, she was a woman. But whenever bitches hit you with the butt, mm-hmm. nothing nice is ever following the butt. Ever. 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 And so she expressed that Anthony was allegedly abusive and he wasn't a good person. It shit out. Posted abuse marks I'm on I'm talking her about neck. posting up pictures of, yeah, it, a whole, she even used the fact that, you know, October is Domestic Violence Awareness oh, Month. Oh, shit. She tied everything into one. Mm. And she was just like, you know, you guys are all, you know, you know, sending him all this nice praise and saying that he's strong. But here's what he's done to me. I'm talking about on the neck, on the knees, on the arms. It, it was really just, did her end. It was really crazy. But then it got even messier because then Anthony responded and was like, Look at these receipts. Like Police it was reports, you. Hitting, it, it, shit. Yeah, like it was you hitting me. Like uh, they had to carry you out out the club drunk because that's what you do. Like it was crazy. Very Jerry. All of this to say, I just feel like they should now. I just feel like Ryan's approach was like, oh, this is taken. Like he was very grown up home, about it. Yeah. Right. And now I feel like Anthony, you either just you either gonna keep it outside or like keep it at home because like now it's like this is too much. It's all... I feel like for because him... Because now it's like, all right, you spoke out, cool, great. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like Ryan did, you know, what he had to do in acknowledging it and publicly apologizing. Great. I don't know what the baby mother's motive was in doing that. I guess to try to also get some sympathy points through her poor ass Definitely actions. Definitely sympathy points. But like Anthony, now you respond. Stop it. Yeah. You have to cut your losses somewhere because now it's just getting so messy and you still have a kid with her. Hello. Like, people be forgetting, like, you still got a kid. You're still tied to her for the rest of your life. So you doing all that on the internet, but you really got to see this bitch in real life. Yeah. So, through and through, like, it was just super messy. I feel like Ryan, like, he was definitely trying to protect his image and to just, like... Oh, for sure. ...wait for the whole situation to die down. Whereas these two, they're using it to, like, basically... Get clout and to like possibly gain fame. Well, if they know, like I know, the cameras better be motherfucking rolling. Okay. Action. <laughs> okay. Um. Also, this week, Tory Gate continued again, <laughs> yet again. Finally, Tory decided to speak out. He is also on my list. Even though he said a whole bunch of nothing on his live. Um. Did he say a whole bunch of nothing? Well, honestly, there was a whole bunch of nothing because I don't feel like he was really speaking directly. Like, he basically was saying, like, oh, like, he didn't do it. She didn't get shot. But then the bodyguard over told him about that the bullet ricocheted from the ground and hit. It was a whole bunch of nothing. Like Also, they keep saying, they keep on, and when I say they, I'm talking about Tori and his bodyguard. They keep on mentioning this other girl. Kelsey? And so now it's really, it's getting really weird because they're saying that Tori was initially arguing with this other girl in the car. It had to be Kelsey. Shit is getting weird. If you <laughs> don't let me get into my little conspiracy, because <laughs> was it that Tori was also messing around Kelsey? Who I don't knows? really know what's going. He seems like a flirt. He does seem like a flirt. And and if we're sticking with the story that um, Meg was hiding the fact that she was messing with Tori, mm-hmm. can see what things get cool. Very messy. Um, Kelsey, why Kelsey don't want to say anything. Kelsey spoke out this week on live, but she didn't she really also speak said a out a whole bunch of nothing. Bitch, keep it on the playroom. A whole bunch of subs. She basically started out with stay down with your people, and it just continued to go in circles from there. And I'm going to say, I think today, Meg going to post a picture talking about, like, my bitches. And I was like, who are these bitches? I've never seen you with them. Ever. Like, I was like, where's Kelsey? I literally commented that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Messy gal. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I was just like, who oh are these bitches? God. I've never seen you with them. Messy gal. Um, you know, through and through, we'll be watching. I feel like it's really gonna come out through this whole like legal legal situation. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be watching. Everybody has a fucking degree in forensic science these right. days. Ballistic tests and shit. Yeah, talking about oh, like if you know, if you watch, the bullet didn't go through her foot. It hit like like shut up. Pebbles is what cut her. Like because y'all niggas was never in biology class ever. Period. Pool. Um. So a couple weeks ago, we were so excited because we thought that Bobby Schmurder was gonna be released this year. (laughs) And court documents. I thought that it was racism. But court documents show that Bobby Shmurda wasn't released from jail due to he had drug possession, Mm-mm. fighting, and allegedly having a shank. A shank. Now, I'm still going to ride with racism. I'm not surprised. Because I'm just saying, though, I feel like why was his his lawyers were really actively speaking like we feel really good about this, blah, blah, blah. So, 
the fact that all of this just got pulled out of thin air I don't know and if he's on Rikers you ever listen if y'all don't know how, how Rikers give it up it's a real nasty place so. oh 100% I thought it was closing that down corruption yeah that's what they want to do they want to close down Rikers but build a bunch of little small mini jails everywhere else Yikes. Yeah, so he's not set to be released until December 11th, 2021. I thought that Bobby was going to save the year. No. I feel like Bobby, even when he get out, like, he won't be able to, like, give us what we want. Like, his sound was during that time when he got locked up. I don't think he could come back. But, again, we'll be watching. We'll be watching. And if he could give me another computer, please. <laughs> that takes me back to college a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so last week we were very excited for a whole lot of choppas from Sada Baby featuring Nicki Minaj. And basically this week he he gave a whole lot of faggots. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yeah, so um apparently the barbs were under his picture telling him to promote his single, his single featuring Nicki Minaj. And Yikes. he basically responded Suck my dick, faggot ass fan page. That's how he started it. And then apparently, like, they did some research and. I'm gonna say they pulled up his old tweets. His old tweets, where he basically said a bunch of things ranging from shaking my head, being a faggot should be illegal, I hate fags, <laughs> fuck the fags. He even went to say, I hate dark skinned people. So, of course... As if he's... Never mind. Exactly. Exactly. I'm with you. But, of course, like, this went viral, and a lot of people had a lot to say, and he pretty much gave this bum-ass apology. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was really bad. It was real icky, like... And when I sat back and I thought, I was like, damn, Nikki, you can't catch a break. Yeah. The same thing happened when she when she um, remixed Say So with Doja yes. Cat. What came out? And she was up in the muffin chat rooms that she's mm-hmm. saying. This was completely ignorant. No matter where you slice it. I was like, fuck. I'm, I'm like. Yeah. And I actually like the song. Same. Oh, yeah. But. Like, whole lot of choppers. Why you got to use the F word? I'm going to still listen to it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Period. <pool. laughs> I'm crying. No, but this was just really like. It was just. It was eeky. At first, at first he tried to be like, "Oh, I'm not." He doesn't um, control his social media. Yeah, somebody else like does. all this other stuff, and then he was just like, "Oh, like Loki." He was like jacking the heat. Wasn't gonna apologize, but then he double backed and apologized. And I'm he's just from like, Detroit, so I don't expect nothing better from him. Um, he doesn't probably understand that stuff like this may impact his trajectory in terms of his artistry. No, literally. So you know, like I don't expect anything better. I feel like. There's something to be said about the wrong people getting the right opportunities. Mm. And this is one of those moments, you know. So let's continue on to our big check portion of the show. Woohoo! You know what we do here. Fucking we hand out check. big checks, okay? All day and every day. And I, oh my, I read this and I was genuinely stunned. If you do not know the name Alton Mason, you need to get the fucking tune. Get familiar. Okay? He is a 20-year-old Jamaican... Ghanaian model and he is the first black model first black male model to walk in a Chanel show this is this comes after Chanel was founded 108 109 years ago 
the first black. I'm looking at him right now. The first black. Period. This is a very big check. Definitely is. Very. Definitely. Like I, I just talk about representation, and it's, it's crazy sad. because of all these fucking black celebrities. What Chanel, we do? Chanel, Chanel, Chanel train. I want, I want the trainers. I do too. <laughs> like, and I'm gonna get it. <laughs> that's the thing. Okay. Okay, but it's, it's crazy. Like that is. After I'm, all these years, he's the first black male model to walk for Chanel ever. Like I, I'm just, I literally have no words. Like take away the the, Be- the Tyson Beckford era of things and right. all of that. Like he's the first one. Like it's actually pretty sick. Mm-hmm. And um, I read an article where they kind of basically said that like you know he started his model career like I think back in 2016. Um, and uh, I think that he um, he was um Carl Lagerfeld the founder of Chanel he had like photographed Mason before um in the spring and then I guess this is how he had his, he got his opportunity to become a model so networking is very important well, he's only 22 you guys mm-hmm. it's so crazy unreal um, my next big check is gonna go to Kimmy Kim K. My girl. Yes. Um, she settled a six point one million dollar lawsuit with the security company that failed to protect her during um, her you know traumatic experience being robbed in Paris. So in twenty sixteen, definitely heard about this, and I was just wondering because basically, like, if you know the story, basically, like, she sent her guard to go with Courtney at that night to a party. Yes. Courtney and Kendall. Yes. So, how... I bet you want me to be in two places at once. I'm not fucking <laughs> Spider-Man. Hello? <laughs> you, like, how? I don't know how, but listen, she did it, child. Yo, that legal money she is She motherfucking different. did it. And, um, you know, that was really crazy. But, uh, but essentially, um, after that night, like, she had fired her, her security... Pascal and sued him and his company for negligence. And she like so. I'm up. assuming. I'm guessing maybe if he was supposed to leave, then somebody else was supposed to come to watch. You know, right. to man her. I don't know to watch her and to protect her. But you know, that was really crazy. Um, I don't know if you did. You get a chance to watch her interview with, was on it Letterman. Yes. No, I, I, I saw the preview. Yeah. Um, I like know enough to know like exactly what she's gonna be talking about on mm. that fucking documentary. Like she detailed how um she thought she was gonna get raped yeah. and all this stuff. So like I've heard that all before. Yeah. So I probably won't be watching that. I'm grand. Well I'm gonna watch it and I'll come back. Please. Um and my other big check will go to Little Yachty. Yeah. Um he let us know that he secured a seven figure check for big Birkin bag holds five, six figures. Okay. Okay. Like I, I remember when it first came out that he wrote that he wrote um, Young up. Miami's verse mm-hmm. um, on Act Up, and everyone was like, "Oh, why would you?" A check is a check. If you got ching ching seven figures, ching and Act Up was a very big hit. A very Let's big really hit. Really talk about it. That, like that went up. Like that song went off. That they had to do a video. It pretty much was going off while um, JT was locked up. Like, that's that, what kept their name alive. I was going to say, I mean, that song might have kept them afloat. Hello. Hello. Because so. from Act Up, that's when Carisha was doing all these features that was keeping them relevant. Mm-hmm. But. I'm lying. Listen, I. 
Speaking of Carisha, she went crazy last week for um, Summer Miami's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful. Um, yeah, but you know that they so ghetto. They be shaking their ass in front of the kids. kids. Yeah, I know. I'm not surprised. I know. They from Miami. Listen to the music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the music. definitely happy birthday to that pretty little baby. Yeah. And I'm giving my big check to um, Swiss Beats. He currently has a collaboration that came out this week on the 22nd with um, Chinatown Market. It's a huge hype beast brand, mm. sort of like Kif. Okay. And um, it's called the Kasim Abu Nasser collection. What that mean? I think that's his name. His name is Kasim. Oh, okay. I don't know that much. I'm I don't know about the Abu Nasser. Okay. He posted a picture with him, Alicia, and the two light-skinned boys that they His have kids? together. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm definitely excited to see, like, what that looks like. Also, in this week in clothes, um, we saw Beyonce drop the, I want to say the trailer. It's crazy how, like, fashion has, like, trailers these days. Mm-hmm. She basically dropped the um, trailer slash the visual for um, her This Is My Part Drip 2. <laughs> Collection that's dropping on 30th of October. Let me tell you, B, you be in tune because you know when a bitch get paid. <laughs> yes, I'm there. You can have it all. So let me tell you, I saw the clothes and I'm not impressed. I'm going to say, I like this first, the first launch a lot better. Maybe it's the colorway for me, though. Like, where are we going with the neat with the green? Launch in the fall. Me? Yeah. Slash winter. Yeah. I just feel like this is... Like, I don't look to Beyonce for fashions. You know, unless she's talking about gowns. Like, as far as, like, drip, not Beyonce. Sorry, not sorry. Um, This collection... Don't clear her like that. (laughs) I'm going to do me. (laughs) (laughs) One thing for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Two things for certain. Okay? So, I wasn't impressed. Like, the sneakers look cheap. I mean, yeah, I don't even wear the sneakers, to be honest. (sighs) It was very reminiscent of, like, the Yeezy season, like, the first two, maybe three. Ooh. With the Adidas and, you know, like, the baggy. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't... It's very, like, workout. Well, yeah, like... Athleisure. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to say it's giving athleisure. You know, so, like, I'm just not impressed. And I know it's going to sell out. Like, it's just, like, I mean, yeah. the other ones. You know, like, I don't look... I just want her to get back to the music. Like, this whole drip two. Drip two. She's Please, spare me. She's um, a one on the ass, bitches. Also, I'm giving my other big check to New York Tiffany Pollard. If you know, you know, she raised me. And uh, apparently... And since I was born, I was just in the know. You know? <laughs> literally. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, she's having an I Love New York reunion special. Oh, my goodness. Which is coming to VH1 in November. I'm definitely excited to watch that. I already God's know it's going to give. Thank you. It's supposed to give. Even though, like, she had a, um, she was recently on a show a couple years ago called The Next 15. And that was, like, her first show back from, like, when mm-hmm. she served on her show as well as, like, Flavor of Love. Mm-hmm. And, like, she isn't really as funny as she used to be. Like, I feel like nowadays, like, she's definitely more so, like, over the top. So... I'm, like, excited to watch it, but I'm also, like, a little skeptical. Well, we're going to 
see. I think New York has grown. I feel like it's still like there though, because she has done some like Breakfast campaign with, stuff. With t- Tiffany. Bre- yeah, brunch with Tiffany. Brunch. Brunch yeah. with Tiffany, and she also has done like some rollouts for Fenty Beauty before that yeah. I really liked. Yeah, like like with a couple years ago for the Fenty Holiday. Um, collection. She had done like nice YouTube videos for them, and I think that she has definitely matured. Yeah. And also, I think that she's aware that she's bipolar, so like that also <laughs> looks different. Yeah. Because when she never mind cutting up, and that's why we got the gold. Yeah. But let's be clear, Tiffany New York walked so Jocelyn could run, but and a bunch of other bitches, a bunch, line them up. Okay. <laughs> and um, I'm giving my other big check, my last big check to um, Rick Ross. He recently dropped $1 million on 87 acres of land in Fayetteville, Georgia, which is pretty close to his current home that he has now. Why? Just to do it. You know, um, the blogs are saying... Not fat boy. (laughs) The blogs are saying that um, this is great. It's pretty similar to, like, what um, Kanye West did in Wyoming. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, 87 acres, that's a lot of fucking land. So, you know, like, it's definitely something to be said about, like, buying back the block, you know? And I'm definitely get, well, moving it, to Georgia soon. I mean, I guess it depends on how you're using it. Because fucking Kanye is just fucking riding horses with with, with Northview on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, and making videos and track the tra- trailer mobiles. Yeah, and flying out selects the... So celebs to listen to seven song albums. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll be watching to see what he does with it. But definitely, that's a huge check. I can't wait until I'm in a position to buy fucking land. And now let's get into our checklist portion Woo! of the show. This is where we talk about everything current. Y'all. This week, you know, the presidential debate yes. continued, and it's it's really just a shit show through and through. And if I can't, if, if we cannot stress this enough, just please go out and vote for Biden. Oh yeah, motherfucker! Because I've still been hearing conversations of people <laughs> talking about they're not voting, and it's it's troublesome to hear. You have to cut those people off. Sorry. Definitely. Um, off with your head. Done. This is nobodies. <laughs> but um, this week, basically, Obama had a rally for Biden and Harris, and basically, um, he set a standout quotable from him was I get that this president wants full credit for the economy that he inherited and zero blame for the pandemic that he ignored that he continues to ignore nigga was big just shots. two weeks ago you was just hiding your fucking coughs big shots and big shots. you cannot like this man is evil Throwing and I hope that he and I hope that he loses so that he can leave the country yeah, that I was don't know done. Where he's going, but he needs to leave. Period. That was done, and then also this week, um, basically like Biden's plans in terms of like taxes came mm-hmm. out, and um, based off of, I believe the rate in New York was like something to like sixty two percent for people who make over four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Fifty cent has bloated ass. Got he's old. on my list like, for, for for later too. <laughs> <laughs> he caught wind of the rates and pretty much posted on his social media, for which he knows he has mass influence. He's voting for Trump because Biden is bugging the fuck out with these tax rates, you know? And it's just like, I feel like a lot of um, these rich celebrities, like, they really have this Black thing. men? Yes. 
They really have the same. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a specific type of rich celebrity. The black man. I don't know. But <laughs> I feel like a lot of them have the same, you know, mindset of like Trump means money. Biden is going to like have them paying a bunch of crazy prices in taxes and shit like that. So I feel like low key, like a lot of them are voting for Trump. You know, even though they're showing like public support for Biden. Like, I feel like, you know, they're with Trump. I have to save all my heat for later, y'all. Please. I gotta let every, like, no stone. Okay. (laughs) That's gonna be the name of the episode. Okay. (laughs) So, you wanna get into Aubrey? Oh, my God. Messy-ass Aubrey O'Day from Day 26. I mean, from Danny Kane. Oh, my goodness. She took to Twitter, child. She goes, since Trump has now lowered this, this debate to trashing family... She rattled off a list of fucking Mm-mm. tea that honestly, shit, I believe. And she said that she got the receipts. And so I was waiting for the fucking receipts. So she goes that, because um, I don't know if you know that she used to date Donald Trump Jr. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, she she states that Donald um, Trump Jr. hates his father. Ivanka is a lesbian on the low. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Eric, I don't know who Eric is, but Eric fucked Miss Universe on the apprentice boardroom table while with his now wife. And Eric Trump. Oh, okay. And she goes, and while we are at it, I have texts of Don Jr. telling me what a little shithole Baron is, that they were on the private jet and Baron didn't like his food, so he threw the plate across the plane at the attendant. None of these people are innocent. Um and they're just liars and assholes. And yeah, I, just, I forgot he has a fucking son named Baron. Baron is like what fourteen now. These fucking assholes. And so I just this is just messy. And it's like, why do we want a president like this in the White House? Messy ass fucking I just, family. Just vote for Biden, please. Por favor. Please, just 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 do it. Just do it. Because this is getting... I don't think... I cannot do another four years in this type of America. I can't. It's literally draining. Yeah. And so that was the final presidential debate. Um, Let me also plug this. Saturday, October 24th, if you are in New York, Mm -hmm. you can early vote. Okay? You can early vote. There is no excuse. You can early vote. Make sure y'all vote. Tell mail in all your ballot. But vote. if you don't trust the ballot, like I don't trust the ballot, to be honest, the whole mail-in ballot ballot situation. So I'm going to early vote. I will be there Monday. Period, pool. Period. Make sure y'all do the same. Vote for Biden. And vote for Biden. If you're going in there to vote for Kanye, then just take a detour home. Please. <laughs> um. Also this week... It was in the blogs that Marlon Wayne sat down with Tiffany Haddish on the Ellen show, I believe. And it was a question. On the who show? Ellen. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh a, man. It was a question um, from Tiffany as to why Marlon never casted her in any of the Wayne productions, and basically, like for all of you who have been listening since the Reality Check podcast. I really despise Miss <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> like, I just felt like she was always just really just doing three much. She's not it. You know, and especially like when she hosted, I believe, the Oscars or some shit. 
the something she hosted. Keep wearing the same dress over and over. It was a white room, and she was showing her black ass, making all of us look bad. And basically, like she asked him, like, why was she never casted? And here's what he said. He said, you're always on 10 and you're inappropriate to work with. And through and through, I felt that because I could just see her just doing... I see her doing the most in every movie. And every... Every appearance. For the... When Tiffany first popped, like, literally, she was going around, like, literally... Being mad ghetto and then telling her victim story. Yes! But then also spilling the fucking exclusive tea that we should have never known because we're not in Oh, the Beyonce getting bit. I remember that. Like, mad shit, bitch. Like, you just don't know. But she has calmed down, though. We do not see... Literally. She didn't get invited anymore. <laughs> yeah, bitch, because you are too much. She just, All the time. She's just over the top. Like, I think it's something to be like... I think you know when, like... Especially, I'm going to speak for, like, as a black woman. Like, mm-hmm. you know when, like, you know... You are just really that that person through and through. So, like, take, for instance, like, Young Miami. Mm-hmm. I don't think what she does is over the top because I just that's truly like her authentic self. Yes. I don't think how Tiffany behaves is authentic at it's all. It's not authentic. Like, like I think it's funny. Like I well one I don't think it's funny, but I think it can not. be funny. Like in yeah. certain um, situations and movies, roles or whatever. But to you just be doing that on the red carpet, like where's the off switch? There's none. Because even Kevin Hart don't do that shit all the time. And that's what I'm saying, too. Like, why I believe this was a great addition to the checklist is Marlon Wayans is telling you this. And think about the Wayans brothers. Like, mm-hmm. his character literally was the male version of what you are. Yeah. You know? And so, for him to tell you this as, like, a serious, like, producer, as an actor, as, like, a huge public figure within, like, mm-hmm. black Hollywood... I feel like that was just, like, beyond words, you know? Like, it really just summed up, like, bitch, you have to calm the fuck down. Calm down. Period. Like, you... it, it It's over the top. Because you become a caricature. Like, Definitely. It's like, bitch, that's really oppulsive. Like, especially since you are being let into these rooms. Like, I'll take into someone like, like Issa. Like, Issa does a good job at being true to herself, of being, like, this around-the-way girl. black girl. Yes, this awkward black girl mm-hmm. around the way. Like, I'm super... Like, I'm nerdy at times, but, like, I'm still down with, like, little ghetto shit, too. Right. But, like, when she's in these spaces, I'm not saying that she... Cha- I, I don't think that she changes herself in any type of way, but, like, I just don't... She, she don't go the over the top with she it. She reads the room. And it's like, bitch, you sitting here, you hosting the Oscar, you doing this, and this is what the fuck you choose but to I'm do. But I'm glad you told her that, too, because it's like letting her know, like, bitch, this behavior is stopping your bag. <laughs> you know? Like, through like, and other through. people ain't gonna tell you, but I'm gonna tell you. She, he was talking about, like, how sex scenes, like, she was farting on the male actor. Like, oh, no. just really She's showing over. her ass. And while we're here... Basically, we found out this past week that someone pissed on Drake. Someone literally pissed on Drake. Someone else's urine was on Drake. Through and through. So, we um, spoke about the Libra album from T.I. last week. And there's a song called We Did It Big. Where he basically... um, pays homage to his late friend Cap mm-hmm. and he details like how um, in a the movie theater this friend pissed on Drake 
And the streets are talking because basically, like, you know, when Meek was beefing with Drake, Meek dropped the song t- called Wanna Know, mm-hmm. where he states, Niggas is gone and I'm here. You let Tip Homie piss on you and a movie theater, nigga. We ain't forget real niggas back in style. This shit's lit. Ooh. So, Yikes. this was basically like a confirmation of that. Yeah. Um, Drake unfollowed T.I. Yikes. And not during Scorpio season. Yeah. I think his birthday is literally this week mm-hmm. on the 24th, too. He's up in arms. Um, <laughs> it's been going viral about. It's going to be even more telling if T.I. comes and double back. So, basically, like in the because song. Oh, let me tell you, something similar happened before when Diddy, when it came out that Diddy slapped Drake for yes. over over a beat. Or threw a bottle at him or something like that. Some shit like that. And long story short, the next time Diddy sat down for an interview, he was like, nah, I don't want no beef with Drake. Like, Drake is really this Teflon-ass nigga. Like, Golden I feel like child. nothing... <laughs> Golden shower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, um, that, that should be the name of the episode. <laughs> Golden shower. Golden shower. Um, but apparently, but like, I just feel like Drake just has this, like, he's literally God's favorite. Yeah. So it's like, do you really want to play? So basically, Maybe like, in this snippet that I've heard from, um, we did it big. Like, basically, I'm getting, like, Ti wasn't really dissing Drake. Like, he was basically saying, like, his friend got so drunk that he pissed on Drake. How did he piss on? Like, but how do we get... No one knows. Yeah. And he didn't explain. Mm. So, I feel like, you know, like, social media and the headlines, like, they're making it into an attack Nigga, you got pissed on. That's crazy. It definitely is. It's different. It's like, did I get pissed on my body or did I get pissed... Or did you accidentally piss on my shoe? Either or, it's still wrong, you know, because I'm sure Drake is never going to have on nothing cheap in terms of the shoe. So, <laughs> for you to pee on my shoe is just vile. Okay. But also this week, um, Buster Rhymes basically mentioned that he wanted to do a versus with T.I. And hot off the press, we got <laughs> this new, basically, like, T.I. went live. Stating that Busta Rhymes is like they're not basically in the same period. <laughs> he mentioned um, Dion Warwick to Brandy, so I'm guessing Ti is Brandy and Busta is Dion Warwick. <laughs> um, he mentioned Raekwon. He mentioned a couple other legends, and then he went on to say that Busta should do a versus with. <laughs> LL Cool J. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this, this whole live, like it started off real respectful. I just, I'm just tired of certain celebrities though coming forward talking about, oh, I would never do a versus. When Swiss and Timberlands clear that fucking check, mm-hmm. whatever it is, y'all niggas be changing y'all motherfucking tune. We're gonna get to y'all in a fucking versus. The fact that he's going so hard to be like, I would not do a versus, that just means that they're in negotiations. And he was like, he won't do it with Buster Rhymes. Mm. That's what he's giving. Like, he's giving, like, they're not in the same realm. I guess, like, I, I do get what he's saying. Like I get it, but, like, let's be clear. Periods. Like, T.I. came up in the early 2000s. Like, I don't know why don't he thinks think that he... I mean, yes, it was, like, 09, but, nigga... I don't even feel like T.I. has a catalog to go against Buster Rhymes, to be honest. 
But that's a whole other conversation. I, I'm not too well versed outside of like Buster Arms, like mainstream heads. I cannot speak to his catalog, so I'm gonna leave that there. But I'm just tired of certain celebrities like Trey Stone talking about I would never do a nigga. <sighs> you got hot three albums in. I Let's be clear. Know. Like for you to be sitting up there talking about, oh, I would never do a versus. We'll be watching. Cause we- I know some new niggas that could <laughs> give you wrong finger money. For less. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But um, also this week, <laughs> JLo said she'll always be your black girl from the Bronx. <laughs> so in a song with Maluma called Lonely, JLo said, Yo siempre seré tu negrita del Bronx. Oh, yes. Come on. We're tapping into markets. Yes. Okay. And that basically translates to I'll always be your black girl from the Bronx. Social me media went up in arms. In flames. Mm-hmm. Some people were like defending her. They were like, oh, like Negrita is just like a little like pet name that we say, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it's bitch. Like you like and and yeah, all, all that shit. shit. I'm, I felt triggered. What do you feel? I feel triggered. Why? <laughs> I will always be your black girl from the Bronx. First of all, like... Do you even identify as black, J-Lo? That's one. And, like, from what I know, being And you're light-skinned. Hello? That's what I was going to tap like, into. Like, bitch, what? So, from what I know, like, Negrita and Negrito, like, that's usually, like, a nickname given to... The black friend. Or the Latinx friend who has, like, black... Features. features. Yeah, or, like, darker skin. Yes. So, this bitch... Kinky hair. She doesn't fit... Check any of those boxes. Yeah, bitch. So the fact that she's really claiming this is crazy. And I know you're not saying this to A Rod. <sighs> like, this is what y'all do when y'all do role play? <laughs> He's spanking you, calling you Negrita. Negrita. Oh my God. Hey, mommy. <laughs> But so through and through, I just feel like, um, because people also mentioned, oh, like if she wanted to be considered your European girl from the Bronx, like that wouldn't fit, and that would also like cause. And she would just call herself Spanish, then I would have had no issue with that because that's exactly what she is. Exactly. Mad excuse weird. me, Latinx. Yeah, mad weird, but um, J Lo, like, mad strange. Like, girl, she's you don't never ever been my cup of tea. Ever. Ever. So, like, I don't expect nothing especially less. Especially since a black woman wrote all your motherfucking Ashanti. songs. Let's really talk about it. Ashanti is that girl. You don't want to see Ashanti forget. versus. Let's be clear. And now, let's get into our, <laughs> our checkpoint. Um, I basically saw the snippet of Red Table Talk mm-hmm. with, what do you call um, Jada's mom? Mima. Mima, something Mima. like that. Yeah. That bitch. She basically um, was speaking on how she was having non-consensual sex in her marriage. Yeah. So I wanted to like basically raise that as a checkpoint. Like, do you think? Do you think that's a real thing? Like, in terms of basically being raped in your marriage? Absolutely. You think I think so? I think that happens more times than not. I, I think it's harder for. Um, women to really I saw the same clip I think it's harder for women to like reconcile and say out loud that like I did not consent to have sex with my partner that I usually have sex with all the, all the time, time right but this one time I didn't cause it, it, it gets so murky in that it and, does. and to be honest I think women just taking the marriage thing out of it like even if it's a even it's even if you're in a relationship or maybe a guy that you've been dating for, you know, 
over a year or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. these things happen, but it's just so hard to reconcile in your mind of, like, well, I'm, was I'm, I a... So- like, was that sexual assault? Yeah. Did it feel like sexual assault? Mm-hmm. Like... This whole thing about consent in a relationship is very gray. Gray. Very gray. So basically, and it like, shouldn't be, to be honest. It shouldn't be. But there was but. two different parts to this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also an interview with Amber Rose, where yes. Amber Rose she basically was in like not a marriage, but just like a regular two year relationship. And you know, Amber's a whore, so it was constant sex. And she basically mentioned that there was one time when you <laughs> cannot. <laughs> Do that. What did I do? You cannot do that. You cannot call her a whore. She is a whore. (laughs) You know what? This whole slut walk. Anyways, go. So so basically, like that's you see. I'm glad you brought that point up. So basically, she detailed her two-year relationship where sex was a constant thing. Mm-hmm. And one specific night, her boyfriend at the time ripped off her clothes and... Yeah, she was trying to, like, break up with him and leave or something. Yeah. And, like, he fucked her and then, like, she didn't really consent to it. But it was weird for her because they had constant sex throughout the two years of them being together. Yeah. And she also said that um, she just felt weird after. Yeah. You know? So it was just, it like... It is a very weird... It's just... It just it's such a great area because I think when we think about sexual assault, we just always think about forceful or mm-hmm. like it not being someone, or even if it is someone that you know, it's not somebody that you're dating or in a relationship. Right. And right? so these situations get real tricky, which and you want to nothing, like, there, were, there have been laws that, um, you know, way back when that like, that, that, that said that like, basically like if you rape in your marriage, like that's unlawful. Like, I mean, that's, you know. It's lawful. Like, yeah. Yeah, I basically saw a Law & Order episode that was exactly like that. Mm-hmm. So, that's so funny like, that you bring that up. Yeah, I think it... it, it, it but I feel like that kind of... And it sounds fucked up, but I feel like that's kind of, like, what separates the two. Mm. But, like, the law. Yeah. You know, because, like, when you're married to this person, like, I guess, like, that's okay in quotes if you guys are having... You know, unconsensual, non-consensual sex. But, like, I just feel like, though, I don't know. Like, why is it okay? Like, okay, because I'm in a relationship with you, like, I'm just expected to give pussy all the time. And this Maybe is crazy, I too, because no, we spoke we about this last, last week. week. <laughs> we did, but we said that if sex feel, feels like a chore, though. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what this is, too. Like, and you're, you're in a marriage, this person wants to fuck. You don't want to fuck, so now they're fucking you. Like, where do you go from here? You know? No, it's I don't think so I heavy. Let, let, huh? let to this. They didn't lead to this, it but it's like kind of cohesive. Yeah, it kind of is. It kind of is. But this is, it's just so much. And honestly, I'm it, crazy enough. What like, would you do in your relationship? Because we can't speak for everyone. So okay. give your POV on a situation. My POV, oh, it's just very hard. Because clearly, like in this case, like the Amber Rose situation is definitely like clear rape. Meanwhile, I believe her name is Gammy Mammy. Her situation is a little more gray because it's just like she she was married to this man for years. She had a kid with this man, like it's Jada's father. Yeah. So like, how like do you really consider that like rape, or, and then another thing too, like I don't. Ah. Uh, it's really. It's very 
just like I'm That's heavy. I just wanna say, like I, I just feel like if you say no, like as a woman or who, whoever the partner is says no, then it's because I think it go both both ways mm. as well. But Definitely. like it's not I'm I i do not oh it's just so much like I to be on from my POV, I honestly would not know how to feel. Right. Like I wouldn't know I wouldn't know how to begin to process. And especially you who last week <laughs> you said you'd be ready to bust it open. <laughs> okay. It's always so it's like how does it. that how does that but, work? But still, but like even for me, like a person who is always ready to bust it open, like there are some times that I just don't even have sex on the brain. And I and, <laughs> and I don't want to have sex. Right. Right? And so, so if my like, how partner do you process that? I just that is just really like that's just a real sense of violation though, because I just feel like yes. <laughs> It's definitely Stop violation. Laughing. Stop laughing. No, cuz like when you said violation like it's the perfect word yeah, to like, describe just, it. Yeah, like, it's just literally violation cuz it's like Like I have nothing to myself. <laughs> like I can't even keep this. I can't even keep her. I can't even keep her. At like all. nothing. It's, it's for me. Like everything is for us. <laughs> It's so it's sad. It's a real fucking concept of like, I, this doesn't even belong to. But I think too, like just to segue, I think that's why it's really important to to, to really let cheating slide. No, no here you I go. No, this is why it's really important too to really know who you're getting married to. Mm. You know, like and to actually make sure that those sex drives are in alignment. Ciao. Because if. Someone has to fucking basically sexually assault you in your marriage. That really goes back to our thing last week of those sexual not being aligned. Those sexual drives not being aligned. So I just feel like through and through, like you really need to make sure that you know who you're fucking with. Point blank and period. You know? On a lighter note, you might just kind of let a little bit of cheating slide according to the timeline. I... That way into our next checkpoint. I'm gonna use that. Okay, good job. I got you. Okay, so on the timeline, um, I came across this tweet and it says, Moral of the story if he cheats, take him back because that's what love is now. And they have pictures of Cardi B and Offset, Jada Wade and Little Baby, and Beyonce and Jay Z. And so I'm here to discuss, like, what happens? What happens when. Do we are 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 you going to let a little cheating slide? Yes what or is, no. What is little cheating? It's, uh, what is big cheating? <laughs> big cheating, cheating is a baby. <gasps> oh my god! Big cheating is a baby. Yeah, if you big cheating is anything that you bring in that you can't take back out. <laughs> a disease, a, a disease baby. A baby. Now we gonna talk about diseases. Oh my god! Wow. You can't, that that that's big cheating. That's big a, cheating. A little cheating is a, a little protected sex that never gets to my attention. Right, that never gets to my DMs. Yeah, but so let's. Really, I really want to have an honest conversation though. Like, but what, be clear, we to us two are definitely for like the open relationships. Absolutely. So we may have a skewed perspective of the idea of cheating and all these cheating. things. You get what I'm saying? Follow me. Okay. So, basically, I feel like in my forever marriage, like, I definitely want to be in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I want us to be lifetime partners. However, like, I know my sex drive may not be where you need it to be, especially in the long run. Mm-hmm. So, as long as I know what's going on, 
the door is open. You know? <laughs> so and clear the closet doors. <laughs> <laughs> so and of course, like it's not gonna be like, oh, like we just linked up and it's like we're in a relationship. It's an open relationship. And now it's open. You're right, right. No, right. like we have it's to like stages. really get to yeah, and maybe the five year mark, and maybe the ten year mark, and be three year mark. You know, like yeah. we have to get to a mark before or we can. Day. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> basically, I feel like I say that to say like the cheating slide for me like that wouldn't really be an obstacle because I'm gonna be in a known. You know, I don't feel like it's cheating if you're in a known. This is true. You know, the problem so. is don't y'all bitches don't be in the know because y'all don't be open to open relationships. <laughs> But not even that. Okay, so I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak for me though. To be honest, and I probably shouldn't even say this out loud. Yes, God forbid this come back to me, child. I'm gonna be on here though. crying. I'm gonna be on here. I'm gonna be on this motherfucking mic crying. But <laughs> I am gonna let a little chicken slide. Oh, what? <laughs> Dare I say? In a close relationship. In a in a close relationship, it. But like. I'm going to let... But see, my little cheating has too many qualifications, right? Tell me. Give me... Break it down. It has to... Like, it has to generally be, like, just sex, right? It, it can't be anyone that, like, you... If there's somebody from your past, that's, like, that's out. That's like, it really, like, it really got to be, like, some random bitch, like, you slipped up. I'm going to let that little cheating slide. If... If I am all the way in love and, like, I feel Gung like ho. this is, like, a thing that <laughs> I really see myself long-term with, mm-hmm. I know this is conflicting because I always say, like, I don't think cheating should be a part of, like, your, like, hiccups in a relationship. I So, I I am. Like, I mean, <laughs> I would let a little cheating slide. And look how it's going for Jada later. It's going great for her. Great for her. Great you know? for her. But I think... But, I mean, to tie it back into an open relationship, like, I mean, I definitely think, too, like, I can definitely see myself um, with my partner, like, you know, and if that's something that we both want, like, being in a... Opening our relationship. We have bust downs. We have adventures, you know. Like, you know, like... All that stuff. Like, I feel like it can do nothing but make the relationship stronger. Yeah, and honestly, you know, it's really crazy to me because when I be on Instagram, I be seeing the same three bitches post up the same necklace, so it's kind of like the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Looking stupid, right? Right. So people I mean, all three of them the same gifts, and they all happy about it. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> and now um, let's talk about diseases. That's where we're going nasty with man. my checkmate. For this week, this um, man is nasty. He's been nasty. I'm giving my checkmate to Blueface, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every bitch is fantasy. No. Yeah. Not what you got in your pants. So, Blueface is a disease Prime. that has a disease. Okay. Um, Blueface basically admitted to having sex with 1,000 females in a span of six months. He also admitted... He has the house in Virginia. No, let me not say that. <laughs> <laughs> he also admitted to getting burned last year. So that means he's fucking these bitches raw. Mm-hmm. Okay? And all in all, like I just feel like Blueface is really just a cancer within our community. <laughs> For sure. Um, he has like this current show 
going on. Bad Girls Club. Some, some shit. shit. I haven't even really tuned into it because it's just disgusting the way he treats women. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so. he's really like a disease within our culture and our community because just the fact that you're in 2020 where as the people were fighting for so much, the fact that you have this platform of women just degrading themselves. The fact that you have a son. <sighs> the fact that you have a son. That you bring out on to... Never mind. The fact that you're fucking bringing this house full of bitches to fucking Skid Row and throwing out fucking bills and having them fucking run and catch it with the homeless people. It's just really disgusting to see. And I just... I just can't. Like, I can't process it. It's just disgusting through and through. It's vile. I just feel like your mother failed you. Oh. And it's disgusting. Well, you know, he kicked his mama and his sister out the house, remember? She failed him. Mm -hmm. She definitely failed him. It's really just... It's an evil world we live in. And I feel like Blueface is really a part of the evil. For sure. And... Well, on the topic of evil black men... Okay. Funny how we landed ourselves Because <laughs> this is what I've been waiting to get to the My entire... My gender is at war. ...fucking day. So I'm going to start my checkmate... Go crazy. ...with this tweet from Jamel Hill. I have increasingly found that many black men just want better access to patriarchy. They All facts. They don't actually want it dismantled. And so for me... Everything that happened, that has been happening for the last couple of weeks, months, black men, I'm so I'm gonna be the one to say it. Y'all are trash. I can admit that. I, just, <laughs> I definitely can. Like black and this is strictly from a stance of being a black woman and wanting support, wanting to feel uplifted, protected. Y'all are so disgusting. Y'all want to have so much access to fucking capitalism and patriarchy like Jamel said that you will literally do anything anything against your community to self-serve and I have a list of black men that continuously do this Please. we have 50 Cent with his using his platform saying vote for Trump out of mm-hmm. like you said earlier just really, for the tax break. yeah like really related to money Ice Cube as well Tory Tory you have Tory's the mascot Tory you have Agree, like you have violated a woman beyond words. Beyond words. Whether or not you pulled that gun or what, you have been associated to this. And instead of being a man and just accepting or going through this whole ordeal, not speaking on a not speaking and belittling and traumatizing and shitting on a black woman that you still call your friend. In quotes. You continue to really relive and openly traumatize this woman. You're almost bullying her. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bullying, Kanye. Oh, absolutely. What you have done with Amber Rose, regardless <laughs> of her being a whore, a slut, whatever you want to call her, you sat there and you married the biggest fucking slut. In this country. She wasn't the biggest slut. Kim K, you're OD. She's the biggest fucking slut. You're OD. She, she at one point was the biggest slut, okay? That Ray, that Ray J sex tape did her in. 
And but like my thing is that you sit here and you can call her a hoe or whatever, but you still call her a queen X Y and Z. But you sit here and you really bully and you really taunt Amber Rose, who is literally minding her fucking business. He also taunted Issa Rae for what she did on Saturday Night Live. And what did she do? Nothing worse than what you did with putting on a fucking Trump hat. You sat there. I will never forget that you put the Confederate flag on white t-shirts and made black people buy it. Oh, shit. Saying that we are reclaiming this flag. This flag does not belong to us. It never did. And you slaves. Let's not forget. Please. Okay. Not to mention that you scream from the mountaintops. At one point, you was defending Beyonce against Taylor Swift, but then you have recently screamed from the mountaintops saying that you will do whatever it takes for Taylor Swift to get back her masters. Whatever it but takes. But you have black men and women signed to you mm. in terrible deals. Terrible deals. <laughs> Michael Strahan, I can't even begin. Why would you let ABC use you as a race mascot to sit across from a white officer that killed someone. Go crazy. That killed a black woman that could have easily been your aunt. Mm-mm. Your mother. Your sister. Your sister. Your niece. Mm-mm. You sat there and you conducted this interview. You didn't ask any pressing questions. Of course You not. didn't flip the script. Of course You not. let this white man say that Breonna Taylor has impacted his life when Breonna Taylor's life is gone. Uh-huh. And Terry Crew. Terry Crews, I thought you was funny and white chicks, but all the time I realized you was never playing a role. That was really you. You're a white chick. And and it's just so hard because I hate to come here and say black men are trash because, you know, I look to my father. I think my father is a wonderful man. I'm a wonderful man. I think Dre is a wonderful Thank man. Thank you, sweetheart. But they are trash. But uh, the majority of y'all, y'all do not stick up for black women. Y'all are not there. Y'all are there to protect and self-serve. But it's really fucking frustrating because as a black woman, I'm there. Like, I'm there. We're there on the front lines. Who is black? Black Lives Matter came from black queer women. Mm Mm-hmm. And God forbid we want to incorporate some fucking LGBTQ, some trans lives. It's a whole lot of faggots. (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole lot of faggots. A whole lot of faggots, please. And some of y'all getting down with the trans. Okay. Be very clear. And so it's just so, it's just so, it's like, I don't understand why as a I just like this whole separation between race and gender and intersectionality and just like oh no these are honest I I just don't get it I just don't understand and it's honestly despicable because all of these people that I've listed guess what you have black you have a black mom you have a black grandma that raised you you have a black auntie you got black daughters somebody black you have black women in your family and this is what you do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really cannot fathom that throwing through and so for that black man y'all really have to really fucking check yourselves Period. Stop trying. You are you are willing to really spite your nose for your face. Do whatever it takes to get y'all closer to the motherfucking white man. Or the that bag. you should right or the bag. Mm-hmm. That you really shit on the people that really fucking nurture you. Mm-hmm. 
that's all I gotta say. And that concludes this episode. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at, at the Checkers Podcast and on Twitter at the Checkers Pod. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Okay. Period. Game over. This is Checkers, baby. You was playing checkers. <laughs>